Fuck, I don't like sobriety. This is gonna get weird. the gna podcast games nerds and alcohol where we get horribly drunk on the last show and wake up drunk and then have to function the next day and do absolutely fucking nothing and we get evil eyes from everybody in the house because we are so lethargic and we cannot move but we didn't throw up that's the important thing no but some of us did get mud butt oh yeah mud butt did happen mud butt did happen oh boy if you weren't around last time, we actually jumped on and invaded the Thoughts and Shots podcast. Uh, they were watching April Fools, and we said, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to invade them, and we're just going to make fun of all their shit, and that's what we did. So, in return, we have gotten them to come over and say hi to us. So, Devin from Thoughts yeah. and Shots are joining us. How yeah. you feeling, Oh, I'm about to feel fucking great once I choke this. Hoorah! Uh, of course... We were supposed to have Brandon here, too, but, uh, yeah, Devin just said, no, fuck that guy. It's just going to be me, so I'm here. And he's chugging that beer. He's actually, oh, he stopped. Oh, it came I, up his I nose, was, didn't it? A little bit. Uh, he actually might be on the tail end uh, of this episode, so he might be here, quote. Promises, promises. We better get at least one slap. <laughs> that one hurt for, like, a, like a solid couple hours after, so that was. And we got Damoc joining us. Damoc, how you feeling, man? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than fucking Brandon. Brandon, I don't know why the fuck he's not here, but I get a rip on his dumb ass because I just see him on Facebook post, 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 post. He should get his fucking ass on the podcast and talk some shit with me. We had some laughs last time, and now I'm stuck with fucking Devin. So I've insulted <laughs> too much last time, and... Uh, You're yeah. lucky because that drink was so horrible that we don't remember any of it. <laughs> oh god, that drink that it, yeah, it was called an April Fools and yeah, it it was We were funny. the fools for drinking it. We were the we, fools for yes. drinking it. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. And we got Zyberblood joining us tonight. Zyber, how you feeling, man? Definitely uh better than last time. Um <laughs> that was that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, the du- the double show recording. I I learned some things uh don't mix well together. <clears throat> it's like a fight in your stomach and unfortunately yeah. you lose. Mhm. We all lost that one. <laughs> different ver- different forms different forms but we all still lost on that one i mean but at least we got to hear gilbert godfrey reach 50 shades of gray right no. <laughs> and uh you know everything that uh you can't remember is audio logged so if you ever want to relive it actually it was really great that we recorded all of that because there were bits and pieces of that that i don't remember doing um like there is a extremely dark joke in there about having sex in the shower that I want to apologize for here and now. You're lucky that it was sober me editing that out because I remember I got to that moment in the recording when I was editing it and I was in tears, (laughs) literal tears laughing so hard. But I was like, and I can't use it. (laughs) And um, I got to apologize. After the show, when I sent my audio to you, I didn't realize until Monday that I sent you my... uh, audacity what is it aup oh, file? file 
yeah. the file itself. Oh, I nice. sent the wrong one. I didn't send the MP3. Oh God! I you know I always, <laughs> I rag on every everybody's done that to me, and I rag on every single one of them for doing it. It's like, dude, dude, you have you absolutely have. No, the fuck you. I have not. You know what I did forget to do is send Devin my MP3 file, but I've never sent you my AUP file. You I've absolutely always... have, dude. The first you. one you sent, the first one you sent, you sent me the AUP file. Dude, fuck you. It's an op. It's good, right? It's overpowering Downstrike. <laughs> well, actually, you know what's funny? If uh, the new Audacity that, that's out, it actually saves it all into one file. So if you send that file, it's like a two gigabyte file and it's everything now. It's all oh, baked into one file. Hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. There goes all our storage. <laughs> what about the Adobe stuff that we were going to try and use for a while? And I, like, bought this premium package and now, you know, all that. Yeah, I'm not, you can I'm not use it. shelling out that much money for a program. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I have it installed and it's, uh, like, Audition, I think is what it is. And yeah. You could use it. I just found that uh, I'm just so used to Audacity. It's just easier for me to crank it out in Audacity and edit it there. <laughs> But let's get on with this because I think Devin's got to do a show after this. So this is let's be get disastrous. Him, let's get him horribly trashed and then just release him into the wild to go do his own show. Call me Bigfoot. <laughs> All right. So first, the most important thing: what is everybody drinking? So let's let's kick around this uh, since. Well, actually, you know what? I'll start. I typically don't start unless I'm not drinking something, but this time I am drinking something. But I'm going to start because when we were on Thoughts and Shots, they did a themed drink. We talked about it earlier, and we actually will hopefully never talk about it ever, 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 ever again. Um, but we did a themed drink on their show, and I thought, geez, you know what? They're doing horror movie month, so why don't we review a horror movie that we know and love? So we picked a horror movie to to, to review, and we're at the same time, we passed out some themed drinks to do. So I am actually doing a themed drink, and I'm holding it up for everybody to see. It's called a Crystal Lake. It's uh, rum... Chata. Rum Carada? Rum Chata. Rum Chata. There you go. It's rum Chata, vodka, and blue raspberry mix. But the rum Chata and the vodka are in a shot glass that's suspended in the mixture. So I'm actually going to pull this out to mix it all and then start drinking it. Now, I had one of these a few a little bit ago. Actually, and more than, and I got to tell you, I really like the flavor. But I'm going to give you a, a a first hand of this thing as I as I chug it. So get the get the tingles. There's the mix. I want to acknowledge the the fact that actually, never mind. I'll save it for when I get to me. I'm just going to save it. <laughs> All right. So this is the attack on this is super strange because it starts off at being like blueberry, but then it it smooths out to being, and I kid you not, it tastes like roasted marshmallows. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes like roasted marshmallows, and it was it was blowing my mind because no, it's it's pretty good. It it, it doesn't taste like maple syrup, thankfully. I think that would make you kind of gag, but uh, dude, it's it was surprising. On I I did not expect it to taste like this. In fact, I didn't expect it so much that I got a backup, and my backup beer is a Dark Journey. Um, I don't even know what the hell else this is, but it's a it's a rum aged barrel porter. So I picked this up just as a backup because I was like, oh, God, I may not like this drink. And if I don't like this drink, I don't want to continue drinking it all night. However, I like this drink. Um, it's really it's actually doesn't taste like alcohol whatsoever. Um, really, really smooth. The breathe out like out through the nose. It just really tastes like that. It tastes almost like a it tastes like a cross between a roasted marshmallow and a peep. Like, you know, that peep flavor that you get. It tastes like a cross between those two. It's really weird. Damoc's making a face right now like like it's the first time he tasted pussy. 
Oh, no, no, no. First time I tasted pussy, a little ass was mixed in, and I was still okay with it, but peeps are, ugh. Dude, that's like all the way tongue fucking deep after it's been stretched. You're not wrong. Is that him admitting to being tongue deep in a peep once? Or... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, every kid's been tongue deep in a peep. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> We're walking a thin line, boys. <laughs> and Devin, what are you drinking tonight, man? So I did what Mr. Cecil did. However, I found a way of doing it without having to do the shot glass thing. I filled this thing up with rum shotta and then I topped it off with blue curacao. Same okay. exact look. Di- slightly different flavor, but I also think it now has more alcohol in it. Uh, definitely. Definitely. The uh, the raspberry mix that I have was completely non-alcoholic. And then the uh, chugger that I did at the beginning of the episode was not your father's root beer, so I guess it's not as hard, but don't worry. I'm sure these will be chugged at some point, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's how it just works out. What about you, Zyber? What are you drinking, man? Well, earlier in the week when we were talking about the show, uh, Mr. Damoc posted a mixture that I did a rendition of. Um, I can't remember what the hell it was called, but... <laughs> Uh, it, it was... Dude, it's Camp Crystal Lake Punch. Yeah, okay. Camp Crystal Camp Lake Crystal Punch. Lake Punch. There you go. Whatever. You punched your um, crystals. I did a variation of it. Uh, I used the uh, cider, the OJ in it, which I did. I can't remember right now. <laughs> I know because I you drank a lot it. of them. Yeah, I drank a lot of them. They're so fucking good. What I did was <laughs> one cup of Bar Hell Gin... Uh, two cups of the OJ apple blend, a dash of lemon juice, a dash of lime. I shook that over ice, and then I do, did do a that, Do that shaking motion again. The, right yeah. there. Yeah, you shook it over you ice? Know. Yeah, okay. I shook it just over ice. Just I had to make give it a little sure. froth. I had to make you it to, frothy. You had, you had to shake it over rocks? Yeah, yep. Kick it over rocks. Make My it frothy. Word. Then I gave it a splash of uh, the seltzer and uh, two... Normal size ice cream scoops of mango sherbet because I couldn't find any other sherbet than that. Mm. All um, right. Well, okay. You told you told us how right. you laboratoried this shit into making. So exactly. How did right. it taste? Um, the front note you get like a fruit salad kind of taste, like apple, orange, and all that. Then, like right behind that is the bar hell. All bar <laughs> hell. All you get is that like smooth juniper taste from the bar hill and i like it it is really pleasant and then it goes back into the sweetness of uh the mango sherbet damn that actually sounds really good you don't taste any alcohol you just get that what was that man i think your sobriety test for the rest of the episode is you describing this drink (laughs) oh god no they'll just turn into the sherbet and seltzer I yep. I drank drink stuff. is good. <laughs> I drink see, is good. I can see Damoc over there. He's just like, I want to be playing Need for Speed right now. What am I doing here? Why am I here? Why am I drinking? Oh wait, I like drink. I like drink. <laughs> Not only do I like drink, you guys have pushed out on everything. I have a bottle straight from Camp Crystal Lake that I've been sipping off all day. And in order to make sure that it's not just the water from Camp Crystal Lake, I've been saving my own urine and drinking it up (laughs) over here as well and having a wonderful time. 
I mean, the water from Camp Crystal Lake may be Grey Goose, and the urine may or may not be Voodoo Ranger, but it looks like the water from Camp Crystal Lake, because that bottle's just, just got that beautiful Camp Crystal Lake vibe to it. Yeah. And then, you know, Voodoo Ranger looks like my piss in the morning, so... You know, if your face looks like that, I think there's something you need to get checked out. <laughs> no, I've uh, I've had my liver and kidneys checked, and uh, I have a large liver, but I don't have an elevated enzyme count anymore. Oh, anymore. so you no longer <laughs> have a angry liver. I have the angry liver now. Great. I'm not one. Well, I mean, my anus is angry. Does that count? That's well, there's, dude, there's my anus is angry too. I gotta go get that bitch checked. Well, if you're using that meat tenderizer the way that you're think that oh, I think you're using it, oh my god, that's a meat tenderizer. I thought that was a butt plug, right? I wondered why the spikes were there. That makes rib no sense. for her pleasure. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, we're rib for rib his pleasure. Uh, butt plug, kinky version, BDSM. <laughs> No, but seriously, I actually have that meat tenderizer. Like it's, I'm staring at it right now over on my counter. Who let him get drunk and shop again? I swear to God, dude, <laughs> I drink it. Dude, it gets bad. I drink in prime and shit shows up. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, dude, it's fucking awful. Because you know what happens after that? My stupid ass and Zyber's stupid ass and soon to be your stupid ass. Don't give him your fucking address. Do not give him your fucking address. Because <laughs> then you get a box of shit. Yep, you get a box of random shit from around my house, and I literally I and have shit that shit. I hit. I have shit that I have been collecting since like 1987 and I, I just will randomly throw it in a box and send it to some people. Um, and, and it doesn't matter what it is. The worst one was when I sent the racist one where I shoved all that stuff inside of a pinata and sent it to my Mexican friend. Oh, that was really bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had like, I had like a, a application for us citizenship, gardening tools, a Mexican jumping bean. It was, it was pretty bad. It's the really American D bag starter kit. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Thankfully, he was uh, and Vlazy, Vlazy, if you hear me, you know, I love you, man. You know, I love you. Uh, he was a good sport. I also threw I think I threw a couple of uh, PlayStation games in there as well, just to kind of smooth it over like, ah, it's funny, right? <laughs> and um, I'm sure he was just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, he laughed all the time. Yeah, you uh, took both those shots, Damoc. Um, so problem. One shot glass has been on my desk for I don't know how long and. The other shot glass is the one I was supposed to be drinking out of. Uh-oh. Well, Spin the dice. <laughs> as I always say, if you die, I get your shoes. I guess not All a good right. time to be colorblind. Okay. This one, yeah, it's a, they're both green. It's okay. I know that they're green because they're Jaeger. Jaeger is green. Jaegermeister makes Damoc nicer. But uh, this one smells like vodka. The other one smells like sugary whiskey. Uh-oh. I don't know what I drink. <laughs> oh, no. He's gonna mix and he's going to. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, dude. That, that's actually a common statement on this podcast. Um, um, but let's get into next segment. Yeah, yeah, state of games. State of games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the past week or for Daymok, like the past twenty-four hours straight, <laughs> um, or we just pontificate on how we feel gaming is in general. So, Daymok, what's your state of games, guy? Um. Need for speed heat, need for speed heat, need for speed heat, and need for speed heat, dude. Uh, I got a PlayStation 5, and Cecil's going to grab his PlayStation 5 tomorrow, hopefully. But if you want to hear how to snag a PlayStation 5 from Walmart without being, you know, a botting asshole, it only works for one PlayStation at a time, you Beep. should email... 
Yeah, I was gonna say you should definitely email Gene Podcast. Gene, fuck, dude, we're already fucked up. Uh, Gene Podcast, you know, there'll be an email towards the end of this, and I will fucking explain to you how to do it so you can too can grab a PlayStation 5. Uh, I've been playing Need for Speed Heat on PlayStation 5 exclusively on a 65 inch LG OLED TV, and I. I'm worried that I've been playing it so much that I might actually suffer some burning. All right, everybody drink. He said the OLED. No, what the hell was it that... Uh... Yeah, I do have to drink, though. Ooh. That gets better. Ooh. Even though it looks like something that they would sell at, like, the cantina in Star Wars Land and Disney Parks. Well, no, I switched... Because I, I, I didn't want to have to get up and make another drink. I uh, I just cracked the Dark Journey that I had here. It's the uh, it's the Rum Age Barrel Porter. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, Luke, and have some blue milk. Oh God! Oh God! Now I can now I can never look at that again. Oh, I'm just gonna see that friggin' ah oh. way to ruin a drink, David. Bravo! Bravo! And I did it last week, Anything and I'm like, uh, blood pudding. Ah, oh, see, I I don't mind blood pudding, dude. I'll take blood pudding all day long. But now every time what? I make that drink, I'm I'm gonna be thinking of that friggin' that titty squirts thing that Luke was doing. Okay, so like when we were talking about like the vast deferin clogs, yeah, somewhere around there. So Daymok and blood pudding, and, yeah. Anything else? Only, uh, only need for speed. Um, I tr- I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto Five. I've played a little bit of a couple other games on PlayStation. Uh, I haven't installed Ace Combat Six yet because or Ace Combat Seven. Fuck, it's seven, right? That's the new one. I haven't played that one yet because I know I gotta I gotta beat Need for Speed or no one's gonna be able to use the TV and everybody's gonna get really mad at me and I'm gonna use all my vacation days to just sit in front of it. Um, <laughs> I've become a console faggot, flat out. I, I, I got my rainbow six, yeah. Nintendo sixty four shirt. I drink out of my rainbow fucking gay pride because you know, hey, I'm all about gay pride. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I twenty bucks is over. twenty bucks. Dude, that's right. I wore Cecil's shirt the other day, and people in my neighborhood did not look at me kindly. That's my everyday look. <laughs> what about you, Cyberman? What's your, day, what's your uh, state of games? Uh, still tagging into the um, Horizon Zero Dawn and playing Animal Crossing with the wife. That's, now, that's about it. Horizon Zero Dawn becomes free next month on uh playstation plus mm-hmm. i thought it already was no no it, it becomes free soon or maybe no because we just got so we just hooked up to ps5 right um and selkie's been playing the whole reason i got a new tv is because she was playing uh, final fantasy 7 remake and she couldn't read the the subtitles and the how to do things and now she's got her big ass tv and she goes oh this is great i understand uh but how is the the actual game? Because it's going free, and I'm worried that it's well going worth free it. because it's... It's well eh. worth the launch price. It's well worth the current price for it. <laughs> but yeah, it's Horizon going free. Di- Horizon Zero Dawn is, is actually a really great game. Yeah, it's a great game. It's it's visually very... Actually, it's visually beautiful. Um, controls are very intuitive, surprisingly intuitive. Uh, gameplay is... Well, just like every other gameplay, it's repetitive, but it's fun repetitive. I mean, I'm playing Need for Speed, dude. I race the same, like, 19 <laughs> yeah. tracks over and over again. I'm having a great time with different cars. Get beat by that one dude every single time. Fuck that. I come in first, goddammit. Of course I know the first. exploits, too. Uh, yeah, no, I wish I came first. But, uh, yeah, 
I know how to exploit the game and get unlimited rep and unlimited money to make sure I deck my shit out. Yeah, I play it for PC because I no longer have a PS4 to play, you know, my games. But yeah, I like it on PC. There's mods. There's it looks a lot better. Yeah, it's worth trying. Very cool. Very nice. Well, I just got a uh, I just got some stimulus check from the government. So my next PS5 route that comes up, I'll be going bye 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 bye. Now, fuck you, dude. You already went the goddamn... I wasn't even going to bring it up, but fuck you. You went the eBay route with your PS5. Uh-huh. And you know what? I made, I think, $93 off of it, and I donated it all to charity. Yep, and you should have just kept the PS5 so that we could have fucking raced together on goddamn Need for Speed. I would have bought it for you because it's on sale. <laughs> well, keep your eyes open on Walmart. I'll get the next one. <laughs> I'm already trying to do that. I'm trying to get, like, nine of them. Uh-huh. My God. <laughs> no, man, I'm, a, I'm trying to do it. MSRP. What's your state of games? Uh, for me, uh, it's been a lot of Rocket League. It's actually been me teaching my girlfriend how to play Rocket League as well. Uh, nice. So it's a, it's a nice bonding activity. And then I just uh, purchased the Crash Insane trilogy today, and I've been starting to work on that. I forgot how upset I got at that fucking game. <laughs> Dude, Crash Bandicoot was a fun platformer, but God damn, was it frustrating. More frustrating than a choir full of retards singing Rubber Band Man. Man, the fuck are you playing Rocket League for? There's this game, right? It's called Need for Speed Heat. If you (laughs) jump on it, (laughs) you you can come play with me, right? Hey, legitimately, you can friend request me. My fucking name on there is Damoc underscore sucks, like S-U-X, dude. It is fucking easy. Come play with me. But goddamn... Rocket League is hard as fuck to play, dude. I played on PC when it first came out, and like, uh, can't oh, do we've it. Been, we've been That's opening so the windows fun. because it's been really nice in our area right now. And I swear to God, I'm pretty sure all my neighbors just hear me and my girlfriend yelling the worst things at some of these fucking players. I'm pretty sure the last game that we played that uh, this for some reason had my girlfriend dying, but I called the teammate, the team, other team that we were playing against, Mongoloids. And, uh, for some reason, that just had her dying. Like, she completely forgot about playing. She was in tears. Her face was red and wheezing. It was adorable, but also hysterical. (laughs) Oh, man, that is great. I just pretend none of my neighbors speak English and yell obscenities at myself, at the kids, at my foot, at the cats, and video games. I've been over there. It's like a Call of Duty uh, lobby in his house. Oh, my God. I mean, the worst I could call them is just El Tardos, but... (laughs) El Tardos is the worst that you go? Oh, boy, man. man. Don't even I, come near my I, neighborhood. I think I've actually called somebody a socially challenged albino hermaphrodite once. <laughs> my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. But yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. I mean, before that, it was like... So, uh, you didn't go so, as far as saying you're the regret that didn't drop into your mama's panties? <laughs> no, no. I figured socially challenged albino hermaphrodite was pretty poignant. Well, my city games, I've actually, uh, Damoc, knowing that every time I get a gift, I have to actually use it. Um, Damoc bought me Evil Genius 2, so oh, I no. have been playing Evil Genius 2, and goddamn, I love trying to take over the world. I <laughs> really do. I just enjoy it. 
Have Ooh. you figured out how to get more minions? Now, I know I've been playing Need for Speed, but I have touched about a couple hours on it. But honestly, Need for Speed on PS5 is taking over everything for me. How are you doing on your layer? Which layer did you pick? Which fucking villain did you pick? I need to know these things because okay. I'm, I'm so, dead curious. So I went with, the I think it's Boris is his name, the, the Russian dude or, or whatever the hell his name is. I went with him. Um, I went with the layer that has the extra sub basement. So there's the, in the layers, you got four levels. I took the layer that has the extra level for extra base building. Um, I've already figured out how to expand my minions onto getting different minions. I've also figured out how to get new henchmen. So I actually have, uh, three, uh, no, two henchmen now, and I'm working on my third. Um, I actually went the wrong route and I went how I did the first game where I just literally invaded the world and then slowly built up an empire and then took it. No, 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 that's not the way to do it. You take over one territory and then you branch out to little places in the world when you need to, but you stay in one territory until you're really big and strong. So now, unfortunately, I get all sorts of Patriot and Hammer and Shield and everybody showing up at my friggin' house. I'm, I'm pretty sure Iron Man is going to show up at my place at some point in time and be like, you fucked up. And I'm going to be like, yes, I did. Uh, I accept this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to bend over and be like, all right, right there. Try to get it first time. Don't, uh, you know, don't dilly dally. Um, I actually had my minion or my, my, uh, help me. My brain's melting. Uh, my mastermind die for the first time last night. So I got. Dude, they have multiple health bars. I know. I know. Well, so I got invaded by a wave of investigators, then a wave of super investigators, then a wave of super soldiers. And I got through all of them, but I had to have my Boris guy in the middle so he could pump up their armor. So my Boris guy in the middle pumps up everybody's armor, but he was getting hammered too. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm, I'm about, like, I was losing minions left and right. And I just dumped him right into the center. And next thing I know, he runs up, somebody like just pops him in the face and just goes, Bleh! and uh, and that's all she wrote. But thankfully, I am anal when it comes to saving. So I have a safe save like literally right before the attack. So I'll send in my henchmen and let them die. My God. <laughs> hey, I told you I really like being an evil genius. My <laughs> Aha! <laughs> I mean, the game's a lot of fun. I've only been able to touch it for a couple hours because I, I've got swept up in other things at the moment, but... Need for Speed. Yeah, it's Need for Speed. It's only fucking Need for Speed, man. Like, I got addicted to it on PC, but playing it on PS5, and I don't have a shitty graphics card. I just don't have a top-of-line graphics card, but playing it on 4K... With an OLED screen on PS5 compared to my 1440p monitor, which is a you know a $700 fucking monitor, which is really nice. It's not the same. It's it's phenomenal, and 65 inches compared to you know my I don't even fucking know 27 inch monitor. Huge difference. But Evil Genius 2. I really, really liked it. It's very much like Evil Genius 1. I have some complaints about it where they did not improve on the UI enough that I can't drag and select yes. and tag. Yes, yeah. If I, I wish I could be able to select multiple things. Um, the base building part is a little clunky. 
The camera movement is definitely clunky. Uh, I did like that they made, so I don't remember in the original Evil Genius if they had shortcuts on the keyboard to go from like global to the base to building. I like that they're, that those are there in Evil Genius too because, and I didn't even realize that they were there at first. I accidentally hit something on the keyboard and went, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh my God, that brought up building. That's so much easier. Why the hell have I not been using this forever? Uh, little things like that. So there, there are some little things that they did that I'm really appreciative of, but like the camera angle, having to use that middle mouse button, hold it around and shit, that's just uh, it's archaic. There oh, dude, it's, it's bad. You click that little mouse button and then you move your mouse to one side and it just fucking spins you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Hold on. I want a lot more control when it comes to that because I was trying when I'm when I am base building, I want a complete top down overview so that I can map everything out properly. I can count all the fucking squares that everything needs to be done and then I can do everything. But, you know. Uh, that middle mouse button fucks everything up when you try and spin that camera, and then I get lost, and then I'm just furious. However, yeah. it is an improvement. It is an improvement over the original, but I truly think that they could have improved further with the camera control system overall. Fair, fair. Agreed. Definitely agreed. All right, well, we got to we gotta kick into what our major topic is, our actual topic is, because we oh. are burning daylight. Um, our actual topic is we are going to do a review of the 1980s film Friday the 13th. Buckle up, you bastards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, and the only reason that we're doing Friday the 13th is because nobody ever in the existence of time has ever done a review of Friday the 13th. So, oh, no, you know, there's not multiple kill counts on YouTube at all. No, no. So we have to, you know, pioneer. We have to break new ground here. And exactly. Do so, like, like uh, our buddy said, um, Buckle up, Gringo Cabron. Uh, I'm too drunk to say it. Yeah, you're gringo too drunk cabron. to even say that. You fucked that up, man. You yeah. were trying. Ooh. I heard it. You were trying. Though. You get credit. Um, actually, we might have even fucking reviewed it on this show once already, like years ago. I don't even fucking remember. We uh, did the marathon for Horror Movie Night. Oh, we did do a marathon. I remember that. That was fun. We gotta do that shit again. Since we're putting on glasses now, I guess I'll put on my glasses. I'll be all fucking princey here. God damn it, I don't have glasses. <laughs> <laughs> all right so just, just have drinking glasses friday the 13th came out in 1980 was made of course prior to that um the original screenplay was by a gentleman victor miller and ron kurtz uh does anybody know the original name actually the, the screenplay was labeled the exact same thing but do you, do you know what the original name of this movie was supposed to be a long night at Camp Blood. <laughs> a long night at Camp Blood. In fact, when you're watching the movie, if you realize in the beginning of it, oh, what is that? It's a receipt. In no, a no, we, we we were just talking about different fucking glasses, and this is my my. I can't wait to go back to the beer fest glass. But <laughs> nice. yeah. so actually, during the movie, during uh one of the beginning, it's like in the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, one of the guys actually references, "Hey, this place is called Camp Blood." And I thought that was a it was a cute little nod back to uh back to it being you know the original title of the theme, of the movie. Yeah, when Annie stops into the diner asking for directions. Oh yeah, they do. They say it there too. I I know the kid at the camp actually says it. You know what they call that? They call that camp blood. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I was breaking another one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. You're gonna the argue dude that with gives fucking her ride Devin. Calls it that too. And uh, the dude that's like, I'm a messenger of God. I'm going to save you if you listen to me. Yeah, that dude. God, that gave me a flashback to another movie, but that's a different topic. So 
Anyway. <laughs> Dear God, dude, like, we're going to get into this, but I really honestly think that Devin and Cecil should just fucking touch tips because they're both so fucking nerdy in horror movies that I'm really excited just to watch. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, horror movies are my jam, man. Horror movies are my jam. Shitty horror movies are my jam, so that's the only difference. <laughs> you know what we got to do? We actually just got to level out. We got to watch Poltergeist. Oh. Yes, yes, we do. It's you amazing. It's the best movie ever fucking made. I love you guys. My middle ground of that is Birdemic. <laughs> oh, that's a really good movie, too. Oh, my God. All right. And well, then we just all get trashed anyway, but back on topic. <laughs> so so the original synopsis of this movie is it's it's pretty, pretty simple. I mean, it, it was a basic slasher movie of the time, but they had some really revolutionary things in it. But the basic synopsis was a group of counselors go to fix up and reopen a camp that was closed due to a child drowning and two grisly murders there. Um, and that's actually where the movie starts off. You actually start. Yep. By, and the funny thing is, I don't know how drunk I am every time I've seen this movie. I did not remember that first scene in the fucking movie. I did not either, and I've seen this quite a few times, so... Dude, I, I literally... i probably seen that movie uh, almost as many times as I've seen Down Periscope, and I never remembered those two counselors dying in the beginning. I don't either. Really? The only honest thing that I remember about the movie is the very beginning. Now, we talk about Down Periscope, I can recite the movie. <laughs> oh, okay, so now I want to back up here. You remember oh just a few moments ago he was saying how he never saw that fucking movie? Yeah, that's the same fucking thing. I've Absolutely. only seen the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I've never actually seen the movie. There we go. I haven't but seen now, the movie, but I've seen the movie. Now, now, <laughs> audience, just pay attention because we're going to see a lot of backpedaling from Damoc this entire episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all I fucking knew at this point. Because <laughs> all he does is shit talk. Yes, and that's why he got a trophy for it. No, what I can tell is going to happen is at some point we're just be coming at it with such facts that it's, he's just going to give up on trying to put anything and just roast us the entire fucking time. Oh, no. No, look at this beautiful trophy. It actually says Ultimate Shit Talker Damoc from the GNA podcast. I got a trophy for being a fucking asshole and just talking yep. out my ass nonstop. I was to squirt out my ass, but that's not what the trophy's for. So he thinks. So, yes. <laughs> Hashtag Massanutton. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, dude, I, I can't. That keg of one twenty. That 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 will haunt me. Right, dude, never just as much as the again. Pharaoh. Oh, never god. again will you. And so I'm not sure uh, if you've ever had Dogfish Head one twenty, but uh, don't get a keg of it because Cecil will end up drinking it for the next six months and it will get warm and nasty and he just has to finish it. And and I no no man left behind. No man, you know, don't don't leave a man down. So I finished that entire keg. It's what one beer is. The thing that kind of sucked about that trip was um the Pharaoh didn't really mix well with it. Kinda kinda churned and bubbled and pushed See, things down. That's out. what Pharaoh does normally to me. Cecil's like, hey, Selkie, you should try this Pharaoh. It's this wonderful replacement for rice. Oh, yeah, it will be great. And Damon's like, oh, it sounds healthy. Sure, I'm fat. Let's fucking try this. Sure, oh, I'm God, fat. it's coming out of me like lava. <laughs> and there I am going, huh, 
I don't remember eating broken glass. Oh my god. I still think the craziest craziest thing about this fucking movie is the fact that before they even had a completed fucking script, they made a fucking, like, movie poster for it. And it makes zero fucking sense. (laughs) Right? Right? They They were already advertising. They didn't even have a budget yet. Like they had, n- they had no funding for the movie whatsoever. They were already advertising that it was coming out. Well, and they Wait. also ter- ad- advertised it as the most terrifying film of all time. They didn't even know if it was scary yet. <laughs> I know. No, is that a legitimate fact that they yeah. made oh. the movie poster and advertised it as the scariest movie ever and hadn't even they started even filming? Yeah, yep. the actual, yep. the original, lo- the only thing they had was the original logo of the Friday the 13th and like that big block lettering busting through the glass type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's all they had. And they were advertising it as coming out before the, before the movie even was funded. Right. Okay. So uh, on launch of the movie, was it actually one of the scariest movies produced or was it more Evil Dead-like? No, it actually was. So the the movie itself was... There was a lot of different things that were really revolutionary. Um, st- uh, God, what the hell's his name? I, can- I always get it wrong. Jason Sil- Voorhees. No, no, Tom Silvani. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, he was. He was. Uh, well, the only, I, I keep. I always. I, I'm a professional mangler of names. He was in uh, From Dusk Till Dawn as Sex Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! Fucking great movie, and uh, Sex Machine was also amazing. Yeah, that's that's the, he's the special effects guy, and he is he made. He just did things that people couldn't even comprehend or couldn't manifest in their brain on how to do, and this guy was pulling them off. Um, yeah, oh, dude, uh, he had the- that dude that did uh, Dead End, Sandy um, fucking, um, I can't remember his last name, Carmile, Carmiel or something like that. Uh, he trained under... Uh, Savani? Yeah. Savani? Yeah. I'm still no, he had the, the cock gun, right? Yeah, sex machine. like, leave back, yeah, just... Oh, that that bitch was bad. See, I feel like the craziest thing about how they reacted to this fucking movie is that in in its heyday, they didn't think it was going to be mattered for shit because they all said it was silly, it was boring, and that it wasn't going to be. It wasn't even fucking going to matter. But little did they know it was going to become a cult fucking classic out of yeah, fucking yeah. nowhere. And actually, it's funny because the original Friday the Thirteenth, when they when they did it, you know, the whole they uh, Victor Miller and Ron Kurtz. When they did the screenplay, they had this whole thing planned out, and they never, ever, ever meant for Jason to be the antagonist. It was mm-hmm. always Jason's mother to be the antagonist. Which they had to go and make her creepy as all fucking get out. So. Right? Dude, that, okay, so that that woman, Betsy, shit, I forgot her last name already. As I said, Betsy. I'm, I'm a professor mangler. What's her last Bets, name? Uh, Betsy, 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 Betsy. Uh, Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer. Okay, so that woman is actually an incredible actor. She was a method actor. So she mm-hmm. actually built this, like, when they, okay, so another piece of fun fact. They actually didn't cast her as Pamela Voorhees until, like, the very end of shooting. So throughout okay. the movie when they were shooting, they actually hadn't cast her. Different people of the crew actually played the killer at different spots because they hadn't actually cast her yet. And when they cast her, the only reason that she took the job was because she needed a new car to get back to Connecticut. <laughs> They were filming insane. in Jersey, and they need and she needed to get back to Connecticut. But dude, so she's a method actor, so she's the type of person that she actually builds an entire background, a background that the audience doesn't even know about. Right. But she built an entire background for Pamela Voorhees, like 
you know, Jason was was born out of wedlock and her parents disowned her because of it. And that's why she views sex as such a nasty thing, because, you know, her whole family disowned her type of shit like she gets Mm -hmm. into it. And the only thing I could think of when I was researching this and I found all that out is I would not have wanted to be on set with this woman because she literally gets into her role so much. She probably would have stabbed me. Well, and then, like, just the fact that it's, like, because the thing that everyone remembers about that fucking movie is, like, the just the sense of unease that they create the entire fucking movie just with, you know, like, the who's watching them, you which you never really know. But the thing that trips me up when I was doing the research for this is finding out that the screenplay was written by a dude who would later go on to write soap operas. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do you go from this to soap operas? <laughs> no, like, I, I mean, believe, Bob, that that's sense. crystal meth. <laughs> no, it, it it completely makes sense if you I'll actually take look at the Friday Thirteenth movies. Alex. <laughs> look, oh. look at the movies. They are soap opera movies, flat out. They are very, very fucking choreographed from start to end. They have the drama that is built in. It makes absolute sense for the director to go, "Hey, you know what?" Or or the filmographer or whoever the fuck is actually doing it. You take it. Horror movies translate very well into soap opera. So now, you mean about shit talking? See, no, this no, is, uh, fuck you, not just shit talking. Yeah, that's fuck a lot you. of shit talking. It no, no, fuck you guys, dude. <laughs> let's look at horror movies. Just, I know we're doing Friday the Thirteenth specifically, so fuck you. Let's look at all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. It turned they all into started tropes. Soap they opera. all started different tropes within slasher movies. Friday the Thirteenth started a bunch of different tropes within. Oh, different yeah. slasher movies. Oh, yeah. Well, But you followed it for the characters and the storyline going through because you were invested yeah. flat out. It was a soap right. opera from beginning to end. It, I'll give you that. It's great. It's slasher, which makes it not a soap opera because it's slasher. And I like <clears> slasher, but it is definitely a soap opera fucking box office. So to say the director went to um, the soap opera and making all of that then it completely makes sense and well now it's Jesus. terrible because i'm sitting there just picturing friday the 13th as a telenovela so <laughs> <laughs> murder operas <laughs> so during the movie they actually tell they actually reference how much it costs them to get the camp back up to snuff after the years the murders, of abandonment yeah. does anybody did anybody catch how much that was wasn't it like twenty five thousand or something like that? Twenty five thousand dollars to fix the camp up. So Jesus if you were to equate Christ. that to today's, like with inflation, it'd be eighty grand to fix the camp up. So why don't insane. we all just pitch in to fix up a fucking camp and um, so that's what I'll I be the killer? Well, you know what? I can't run that fast because I'm fat as fuck. Oh my um, god! I can't run that fast neither because he drinks that gin and that weird ginger beer mixture. Yeah, but, but you know what? Cecil lost like six hundred fucking pounds and can just fucking sprint like a motherfucker. So we'll give him machete, and then we all have to like record it, like Blair Witch Project, and oh, we good to go. <laughs> we can make some money. Okay, so um, the original murders happened in 1957. Hmm. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, the original drowning happened in 1957, where Jason drowned. But you don't actually find out that Jason drowned until much later in the movie. You just know it as a child drowned, which is um, so it, fucking stupid, by the way. <laughs> well, so it, it builds up that well, again, Jason was never supposed to be the killer. Jason was just supposed to be a kid who drowned and who mm. sent the mother off onto some fucking 
trippy world of I'm going to kill everybody. So a year later, that's where she killed the two camp, so the two counselors who were about to go, you know, get it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that closed, that of course closed the camp. Mm. Um, so little little quiz there. The original camp where they actually filmed. Do you guys know where that camp is? Dude, uh, camp New nowhere. <laughs> Would you say Zyber? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Camp Nobi Bosk. Nobi Boso. Nobi Bosco. Weren't they doing sleepovers for a while? They're still. What do you say? Are they doing tours? I think they're still trying to do some shit out there, to be honest. If I was they being. are. They're actually still doing tours because I actually get a newsletter from them uh, once every few months. Um, and I also, <laughs> oh if anybody's God. interested in going out, it is a bit expensive, but they have an overnight that they do there. Actually, it's a weekend thing where you spend the night, you wake up, they give you a good breakfast, and some guy dresses Jason, runs around all night, and tries to scare the shit out of you. It's actually oh pretty cool. Fucking God. Hey, here's a good sleepover with a heart attack thrown in there. Let's go. Yeah, just bring <laughs> airsoft. I'm I'm actually saving up to go do it sometime because I'm totally down. Plus, I want to go over to Penhurst up in Pennsylvania Ooh, and do the overnight in Penhurst because that that seems pretty boss too. But yeah, so the camp yeah, is actually still in operation. They still the camp is actually still there. The original buildings really? that they have have been torn down, but mm-hmm. they've they've rebuilt a bunch of stuff. I actually have a set of dice around here somewhere that actually were made out of beams from the original place. That's how much of a nerd I am. Mm-hmm. They're haunted. <laughs> they are. If you ever actually roll them, if you roll snake eyes, you die. It's really oh, Christ. Oh, oh, Christ. I will totally roll them. Let's fucking do this thing. Oh, the demon God. that follows me, man, I'm good to fucking go. Let alone, Same like, you know, uh, bot talking in tongues. I don't know if that's post or pre- Oh, dude, but, no, dude, that, that was that was pre-dice, but I'm telling you right now, if I ever wake up again with my kids standing in the door, and I'm like, hey, honey, what's going on? And she's not saying a word, and just staring at me with this blank stare, and I'm like, okay, honey, you gotta talk now. And then she starts laughing hysterically. I'm telling you right now, like, that shit happens again, you're gonna find me on America's Most Wanted, because I would have, like, murdered her, and then I would have disappeared. But we all know if that happens again, you're also going to find eight millimeter tapes in your house somewhere. No, no. Fuck you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I, you guys tried that bullshit over at Massanutten by leaving that little eight millimeter reel in my room. I know I, I'm staring at who it was. I know who it was. You tried to pull that bullshit. I already said if I ever find a fucking box of eight millimeter tapes with an eight millimeter reel reel there. I'm not even, like, there's no question. I'm walking out of the house. That house is going to spontaneously combust behind me. That's it. Just, it's going to be in flames. Now, if the other person had played their fucking part, dude, legitimately, you would have bought into the Book of the Dead, though. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't know, there's that, you know, the Beetlejuice Guide to the Book of the the Recently Deceased. Oh, yeah. And if you get it, it's a whole bunch of blank pages. It's really expensive for a whole bunch of blank pages. However, I did get it, and I did send it to him, and I was really hoping that his waifu, and she's going to kill me for saying that. Yeah, yeah. She's she's actually going to drive up there and murder you for that. She doesn't fucking listen to this podcast. I'm good to go. So, hey, honey. uh, No, no, no. Anyways, she, uh, you know, she could have played that (laughs) off so smoothly, but she didn't. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so Friday the 13th did have some very typical tropes from slasher films in it. Oh, um, God. Like, yes, they did. You know, it, it had the whole, you know, the the following people behind, uh, you know, the you never see the killer, which was good. You know, the not seen thing. But it also had the very, um, you know, the very, very common. There's the one survivor thing. The so, final. Yeah, the that final. typical. Uh, I didn't have sex. I'm a virgin survivor. She's giving you the eyes, Daymar. She knows something evil happened. She knows nope. something no, evil she happened. No, she doesn't. Hey, look, I love you. If it doesn't work out, hit me up. Um, You'll have to fight Selkie for it. But yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> Poor Devin. Poor Devin's dying over there. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember, it is clinically proven that gingers feel very little pain opposed to the rest of us. And that's I'm not simply even the guilty party and no I'm soul. fucking terrified. Oh, gin- gingers, not only do gingers not feel pain, they also have no empathy. So you could be sitting there with your guts hanging out being like, I have a family. And they're like, uh-huh. I wasn't even the guilty party in that, and she sent fear down my spine. Uh-huh. Oh, dude. <laughs> How do you think I feel? She's actually within proximity of me. I didn't do anything, but I'm probably going to get beaten. Now, wait. You just have to say that you like to rod the Red Sox, and you'd be good to go, man. Oh, I I can say that all day long. It doesn't matter. I'll still get beaten. No, no, no. You just say, I love the Red Sox. I love the Red Sox. They're the greatest <laughs> fucking team plotting, in the goddamn dude, world. Dude, she's plotting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tonight, while she's asleep, she'll pretend to be asleep and uh i'll wonder why i've got like an ice pick sticking out of my chest and i'll be like well fuck no i'm talking about the fact that you're gonna look in your bedroom there's gonna be a whiteboard with daybox murder plan on there (laughs) nah they'll be laying there she'll pretend to be asleep and instead of like you know just some random kicks it'd be like a pedal kick from like uh fucking Liu kang yeah, it'll, it'll be like a bicycle kick from Liu Kang. Just blop, 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 blop. Nah, nah. I, I'll, I'll walk in. There'll be a clipboard there. I'll be, what's this? And she'll snatch it from me. I'll be like, did that say murder plan? And she'll say, maybe. Then she'll break you in half like a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll tear me in half like a phone book, like Superman did to that hooker. Oh, my God. So back to Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah, back to Friday the 13th. Um, you know what? The movie wasn't that good. Yeah, for for the time, for what the it movie, was, yes. I was just saying, for the time, the movie was good. It honestly doesn't really hold up to today. It it has some not good today. moments. Yeah, it you has just some wa- good moments. No. You watch no. it in this day and age solely for it being a cult classic. If you are a horror fan, you have seen the original, and then you go from there and figure out the piles of shit they decide to make dead later on down the line. Yeah, it's like <laughs> night, it's like Night of the Living Dead, the original black and white. You know, it's and that's it's not good though. It is good. That is. However, it, no, it's not. Da- no. It's pretty dated. No, fuck you. Night I will also say that movie dead holds up. I will also mm. say that that movie spawned one no. eh, video game. But uh, no, the way that I, Living Dead, the way that I see it is that it doesn't hold up. One when they put all these special filters on it that kill the effects. The original grain of the movie, the uh the uh physical effects were actually really decent for the time putting the hd filters and the uh See, feathering and all wrong. that other shit you're, it makes you're watching the it wrong. shit you know more noticeable that you're watching it wrong right if you're trying to watch it with the hd filters and let's hey let's do hdmr and or hdr and let's let's make the the colors extreme that's not what the shit was meant to be if you watch the original 
legitimately it holds up. Whereas if you watch the original Friday the 13th to today's standard and even 10 to maybe 20 years ago standard, it doesn't hold up. It's a good movie for when it was released. However, it has never held up the way that several other movies have held up. And honestly, if you really want to do it, watch Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and then go yes. outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no. Yes. Don't go outside. Watch The Birds. Just don't go outside. Um, so, and like then the, watch Birdemic and hate your life. Anyway. <laughs> so there was, a lot of, there was a lot of things that they did during this movie that were fairly revolutionary. Uh, just special oh, effects. Yes, yes, I yes. I mean, for the... For, again, for the time, Tom Savini, dude, the the guy is amazing. Like all the makeup and shit that they did, all the prosthetics, all the latex and shit, they actually baked that stuff at in the pizza ovens at the camp, like where they were. Wow, yeah, all, all that shit that they did, That's they actually right. baked it that. in the pizza ovens. It was really cool. Um, I did a whole, I've done a whole touch of re, a whole ton of research on this. Um, I've actually done probably way too much research on this. Not to mention, like they ended up actually like doing a pretty. Uh, memorable kill that is still listed as like one of the coolest kills of all time, which is the Kevin Bacon getting the arrow right through there in the neck. So there's actually a little bit of a story about that specific one. So mm. that was the most expensive and most that took the longest to set up. And they literally had so little time to do like they only had one shot at doing this. And when they went to go do it, the tube that was in there that was supposed to spray the blood all that came up actually broke off from the pump. So because they knew they only had like one chance to do it, they actually, the guy who was under there, so it was Kevin Bacon like on his knees all bent backwards with the prosthetic in front of him. Then you had Tom under there and then you had Tom's assistant under there all getting ready to push, you know, to push the arrow up through and then to pump the blood. Well, as they pushed the arrow up through, all of a sudden the pump broke, the tube came off it. So the guy knowing, holy shit, we've only got one take at this. He actually grabs hold of the, the tube and starts blowing as hard as he can to squirt the blood up through because they only had one shot at it. Now, listening to that, you... God damn it, I really hate fucking referencing this and going back to it. You've seen Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ and all Ugh. the extra, and they did all of that extra shit from the 80s horror movies, especially from Friday the 13th, and you guys remember Goonies, of course. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, if you don't, then fuck you. But those horrible fucking movies uh, ac across the board and the newer movie took place where we had to make sure we squirted the blood properly to do these things. And it got jammed and we had to do, and I was like, how the fuck did you not learn from the eighties how to do yep. the goddamn blood pumping properly? And then you had to have some dude hold a tube in his mouth and push fake fucking blood through it when you're nailing a fucking spike through a hand. Well, not to even mention the fact, just a simple fact that, like, this is the first time where it was an, a moment where they had, you know, the, oh, group of teens going into insert environment here and kind of starting that whole trope of just like, here's a bunch of stupid teenagers that get told, don't do something and we're going to fucking do it anyway. Yep. And they and then, of course, fucking here comes the punishment. Random killer, random supernatural force, whatever. Something fucks them up. But Friday the 13th spearheaded that and turned it into the spotlight because before that a lot more of the stuff that they were doing didn't get the recognition it, it deserved in the time when it was made yeah like even halloween which came before this which mm -hmm. friday the 13th had a, a major influence from 
Mm-hmm. Even Halloween didn't really pick up until after Friday the 13th came out and, and really started those those slasher films really started to take up and take off. Well, and it's the same thing, too, where, you know, if you notice that most of these original first horror movies didn't blow up the way they were expecting it to. Oh, but yeah. then they blew up later down the line when they go back and they watch sequels. And it's like, well, let's figure out where this came from. And then, yeah, then they either love it or they hate it. So, um, so also another fun fact. Did you guys know that Kevin Bacon was not the top build star for Friday the 13th? That is confusing. <laughs> that is highly confusing. So I don't know. Ba- Some chicks uh, showed their tits, so I think it would be them. Honestly. Actually, it was Bing Crosby's son. Right. Hold okay. up. I have to remember. He, he was actually, he oh was actually the top build person. Oh my god, yeah, I see it now. Holy fuck. I mean, that- of course, everybody knows Kevin Bacon now. Well, Kevin Bacon's been tied to every horror movie since then but yeah well oh, yeah, there's there also wonder... like that what, what's that eight seven degrees of kevin bacon remember that film <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> but i like, never watched that but think about the fact that it's like now if you look back at it it's like who's the more familiar name now when you look back at it and it's like is it harry crosby or ari lehman <laughs> yeah which oh, is unfortunate bacon. yeah right exactly yeah <laughs> tastes like kevin bacon Oh, what was the last thing that I saw him in? The Frighteners? Oh, God. Um, no, I was actually just watching something on Hulu not too long ago. It was a newer movie. I got to I gotta get the name of it. It was a, uh, it was a suspense thriller. Shit, I got to find the name of it now. It's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> Who's anyway. in 13 Ghosts, right? No. No. That was uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Uh, Stern, oh, that okay. Shaggy. I remember his monk. Shaggy. Uh, so... One of the big, okay, so Friday the 13th has influenced, as we've already discussed, a whole bunch of things, but they've also influenced a string of games. Actually, Friday the 13th influenced, it created more games than I actually knew about. So during my research, I actually unearthed a whole shitload of stuff. Like everybody knows about the, like everybody knows about the Nintendo game, right? Mm -hmm. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you I know? Oh, God exactly damn it, Zyber, shut up, man. We know that you know what it is. You have 19 copies of it on the shelf behind you. Did you know that there was actually a computer game that came out before the Nintendo game? No. Neither did I. There was actually a computer game that came out before the Nintendo came out. Before the Nintendo game came out. Really? When did that launch? 1986. And how well was that recepted? Pretty shittily. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Like all the burned copies of E.T. for Atari. Oh, yeah. The NES game, though, I thought was really fun. It was stupid, stupid difficult, like insanely difficult. But I thought it really gave you that like sense of, of jump scare and like, sense of angst that the movies really gave you. Right. You know, because you'd be sitting there, you got that creepy music. That music in that game, even though it was friggin' what, 8-bit Nintendo like the music in that game still to this day gives me like that angst build up. And then you just have Jason randomly show up and boom, he's there and he's wrecking your house every day or every single time. Um, fun game. Uh, there was a 2007 mobile game. I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. There was another 2007. It was a, it was a, a fan made uh, 3d game called blood and water. Oh no, sorry. No, it was called 3d. Yeah. Friday the 13th, 3d. I think that uh, that's what it was. Yeah, it came out in 2007. It was free to play. Then in 2013, there was a Blood and Water, Friday the 13th Blood and Water game that came out, which was basically like a uh, a Slenderman version where you just had to stay as far away from Jason as possible. Otherwise, you know, you've, you freaked out. So as far as the games go, mm-hmm. the games are always going to follow Amnesia 
or they're gonna follow Five Nights at Freddy's. That's fair. So, so aside from Nintendo, Nintendo was different, but even during the Nintendo version, do you realize or remember how difficult and fucking frustrating that stupid ass game was? That's Uh fair. And it was broken as shit. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then you had to like get to the kids before Jason killed the kids, and they'd always get there and he'd like kill five of the kids, and you're like, "What the fuck? I was all the way across the other side of the goddamn lake." Right. Um, it was fucking trash, dude. Like it, the game was meant to defeat you. But to flip side on that, um, to break out of that mold of amnesia or Five Nights at Freddy's, Jason Voorhees was also in Mortal Kombat X. That's right. I forgot that they did that one too. He was in yeah. Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, hold on. So, so before you like, he they actually like. I got to give it to NetherRealm Studios. They actually made Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees. Oh, no, 100%. So, like, you'd play, you'd beat him, and then all of a sudden, like, he'd be down, and all of a sudden, he sits back up. He, like, gets resurrected, and he has health, and you're like, what the fuck? I killed you. And then he gets right back up, and it's like, what the fuck? I killed you. So if somebody who has exclusively gotten their ass fucking handed to on the new porno mortal Kombat 11 porno hashtag shit talking yeah no i mean like i'm hashtag shit talking but i have mortal Kombat 11 with all the wonderful dlc because it was a pretty cheap sale item recently and it's Uh, fun and no it's not i honestly no it's not it's fucking awful dude i don't understand we need to go back to easier controls because holy fuck balls. I don't know what's going on. And I'm a, a crazy button masher. I literally use four fingers to start button mashing so that I can try and pull off goddamn or sorry, eight fingers, four fingers from one fucking hand across the board to button mash like a motherfucker. And I still don't do nothing because when I take the 45 minute goddamn tutorials, it takes me like six hours, but well, I have you and me got to play. And, we still haven't played yet. We still, you yeah. and me got to play someday. But I mean, yeah, like you- maybe. But the Jason in that is easily whooped by the Terminator, from my experience. See, and not even to mention the fact that like there was games that wasn't directly like themed by Friday the Thirteenth, but you could definitely tell it was related to Friday the Thirteenth. I'm trying to remember. It was oh, yeah. a Steam game that I fucking was playing a while back. I just can't remember the fucking name of it. Uh, but. Oh, what the fuck was it called? It's going to kill me until I figure Dead it out. Dead by but Daylight? I'll, well, that's one that, along with the Friday the 13th game that they just made itself, which I still play to this day. Uh, Ditto. And I mean, it's a solid fucking game, but uh, I can't remember this other one. I'm looking on my Steam right now. What the fuck is going on outside my room? Um, <laughs> let me see. Well, if, I can if it sounds like two hogs fucking, it's probably two hogs fucking fucking, yeah (laughs) so was it a game where you're the killer or was it so it was a move based like it was a move based game where it's like you had to try and kill everyone in this like basic map uh that was killer puzzles friday the 13th killer puzzles there you go that's what it was that's what i was thinking of friday the 13th i know know that game i got it it was actually released for playstation too i I beat that shit so it was so much fun it it was cutesy it was fun um, but they actually made the 2017 uh, Gun Media made the Friday the 13th game, which was much like um, Dead by Dead Daylight. By Daylight. Uh, it was, you know, player versus player. One person's the killer. A uh, bunch of other people are the counselor. And honestly, I-, I thought that that game really nailed that whole 
um, aspect of Friday the 13th. If However, you played the, the game, glitches in that fucking game are hysterical. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you, play, if you play that game as it's intended to be played, like with headphones on, you're not using Discord, you're using all the, all the in-game stuff, the game's really fun and it's really stressful too. Oh, no. And not to mention, there's times where those things turn into COD lobbies real quick and it's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's running around and you know Jason's looking forward to you. Just hear him going, Where the fuck are you? God well, damn it. And you're just like hiding in a tent. You're like, Dude, I'm literally like, I can well, see your mention, cock from here. Just for Dead, Dead by Daylight in front of the 13th alone, it opened up a whole new idea where, you know, it's these horror games where you can now play with your friends to get scared. And they're good quality horror games, too, at the same time. Now, yeah. like I said before, with one of the glitches being hysterical, <laughs> especially when the fucking faces start getting glitched out and you can see inside them and you want to throw up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I can see Tommy Jarvis's teeth. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, there's actually uh, so... With gun media, that bring that brings me on to the controversy. Uh oh. So, uh, so Prepare Victor to Miller be canceled. <laughs> probably, I'll probably get sued for it. So hey. Victor Miller was one of the original screenwrites. Mm-hmm. He actually brought up a lawsuit against, uh, I think it was uh, Warner Brothers or whoever the fuck owns owns it now. I but, think right now it's owned by Paramount, uh, Paramount. for United United States and Warner Brothers for International. There you go. Well, he brought up a, uh, a lawsuit basically saying that he has rights to the original Friday the 13th film. Um, not, uh-huh. the, not the Friday the 13th as in, um, not Friday the 13th, what am I trying to say? Not the Friday the 13th franchise, but Friday the 13th, the original film. Right. So he's basically saying like, you know, Pamela Anderson, the, or Pamela Anderson, Pamela Voorhees, that whole thing. Uh you know, th- th- he's saying that that's that's his property. You know, he owns which is that. such horseshit. That is literally the biggest load of horseshit. You are literally just now seeing where it is now in its heyday, like past its heyday, and you're just like, well, this is a good, good way to make a quick buck. Swoop. Well, so that's the thing. He's not actually making claim to the Jason character. He's making claim to the original movie. So that's 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 where it gets all weird. But the courts right. actually the courts actually respond. So so the the countersuit to it was that uh, Sean where the Cunningham. Fuck did Damon go? Uh, who knows? Anyway, uh, Sean Cunningham, the original director. Mm. Um, the countersuit is them basically saying no. Sean Cunningham um, commissioned him to write this, so he has no rights to ownership. But the courts saw it differently and said no. Victor Miller, he has rights to it. Right. Uh, so now it's actually funny. Sean Cunningham is now suing the WB and Paramount for lost profits because of it all. Um, and and Miller and Cunningham are still in dispute. So Cunningham is still disputing that that Miller has rights to the film whatsoever. Uh, so there's this huge controversy now. And the controversy has leaked over so far into the point that Gun Media, who made the Friday the 13th game, has mm. ceased development of anything else on friday the 13th Which they are so literally doing saddening. nothing else so saddening because that game such is a great amazing game. yeah they have they had such a good game on their hands and they had such an opportunity they, they were going to be making a jason x level and actually getting to plays as uber jason which everybody hated jason x Except for possibly me, I fucking love I that love movie. that movie. It's I, a fun I, movie. It was That's... it was so corny and so funny, and I think like, he wrapped up. Sorry, I think Freddy versus Jason can take that fucking cake. Oh yeah, you're right. J- Freddy versus Jason is way cornier, but dude, Jason X, like the fucking scene where he cut, like he falls out of the friggin' freezer and chops the dude's arm off. It's like 
He's not even moving, and he he just almost killed somebody. Well, he's moving, but he's not, like, moving. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyhow. But yeah, and then, like, going back to some of the other forms of controversy, which it's like, I think we're going to have to talk about the number one elephant in the room in this one. They killed an actual fucking snake on that fucking movie. They They killed an actual fucking snake. In the original movie, they actually killed a snake. They cannot put no animals were harmed at the end of this. They actually had an on-screen killing of a snake. But then you watch okay, shit like Cannibal I Holocaust. I need a reference for then... that. Friday the Thirteenth. Watch the movie. They kill a snake. Any any kill count that you yeah, go and watch almost, about the uh, thing, they all twenty five minutes everybody. into the movie. Like you see the thing like squirming as it's getting chopped up. It's fucked. Yeah, they actually. You know, but okay. So before you're like, oh my god, this. Okay, first off, at the time in 1980, ASPCA it, yeah, wasn't really one nobody being cared. On set every so, time. So from the movie standpoint, it was an ethical thing to do because. It was accepted. I mean, all I have to say for animal deaths is just watch Cannibal Holocaust if you think you can handle that fucking snake. <laughs> all um, the true horror OGs know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> mm. So there's some other tropes that, or some other things that um, Friday the 13th brought kind of like built. Um, one of the right. things was that the the killer didn't have to be fast. So in, in every other slasher, they had to be like, you know, like even if you go forward into like Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer the killer is fast. Like, they, they move quickly. In Friday the 13th, you know, the mother, pa- Pamela Voorhees, doesn't move quickly. And even in the later films, Jason doesn't move quickly. Um, but he somehow also, is always there. He's always exactly where he needs to be. And that's where they bring in that little supernatural element, too, where, you know, it's like, well, how the fuck did he get over there? Which, again, in gun media, gun media's game, I thought they nailed how he oh, did that. 100%. Like, like 100%. they really did. Th- those guys deserve a freaking medal because they really yeah, did nail no, a lot of agreed. aspects from the original movies. Hey, just, yeah. You know, hey, Gun Media, if you're listening, come on the show. Tell us why you're no longer doing Friday the 13th, pussies. Gun Media, keep doing more things. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I, I don't know. The, the thing is, like, the other thing that I think it also started with uh, the trope is that the killer, the killer didn't have to really make noise or like, explain anything it could just be silent murder like it it can just be a towering hulk of a person with no words whatsoever right you didn't need that villain for the sake of killing yeah exactly like they can just be silent and just fuck everybody up and i i appreciate that trope because it's one of my favorite things of not knowing what's coming well and that's one of the things that i think the original friday the 13th and just like all those original um slasher films uh, like the original Nightmare on Elm Street. You know how many? You know how how long Freddy Krueger had that screen today. time? Yeah, not you that know, long. Yeah, he had like fourteen or seventeen minutes screen time. And yet he's a fucking celebrity now from those fourteen minutes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But but that was in the day of that was still in that cusp of where horror movies were more the unknown. You didn't see what was going to kill you, and that really built that that apprehension. You know, it built Absolutely. that that angst of like, well shit, what's actually going on? And then when they finally mm-hmm. reveal it, you're like, holy fuck. You know, in the case of Friday the 13th, it was kind of a weird twisted what the fuck because it ends up being the mother of the kid that drowned and you're like, really? Some which, chick just went nuts and started killing people? Which again, shout out Gun Media for using the Mrs. Voorhees voice clips in the fucking game because each time it gives me fucking chills I hear any of her voice, voice oh, clips on the game. <laughs> oh, fucking... Fucking, fucking chills. And fucking chills. During all the controversy, didn't their servers get shut down for a little yes. while? When, when did they get shut down? 
No, uh, they shut them down, but they didn't get shut down. Okay, like, they weren't they forced to shut down. I thought they, they got a cease and desist on the server. No, no. For, all, all, all the stuff Gun Media did, they did themselves. So, like, they st- they were never given a cease and desist to stop making material. They just said, mm. whoa, we're stopping because they didn't want to get caught up in the mix. Right. And I mean, but like I said, it, like, it, it's still forever going to piss me off that we aren't going to get to see what they had in mind for that game. Because, like, I, I still play, like I said, I still play it, but I'm just like, there could be so much cooler that we could do with this here. Like, oh, why yeah, are we if, not? If they kept supporting, and, and, and half of me goes, well, they were looking for a way out because they didn't want to be that like that one trick pony, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're we're just gonna have this one game and it's gonna be this game and that's it. So I mean, I could see that they half of me is going, well, they were looking for an out so that they didn't have to do anything, and the other half of me is going, well, you know what? It is kind of smart to be cautious because you don't know what's going to happen in the backlash of this lawsuit. Are right. are you going to get a cease and desist? And if you get a cease and desist when you dump all this money into R and D. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, you got to cease and desist. You can't use any of it. And it's like you just wasted a whole shit ton of money. Right. So, I mean, I, I can mean, see it from both yeah. ends. It, it just it still pisses That's me where off. with the game, I, I would hope that the right person with the right connections come along, buys the IP, and can legitimately progress with the game. Right. Because weren't they talking about doing VR with it? They were talking about it for a minute there, and they were experimenting with it. Just because it's like, look at the, look the opportunity, like the, a game like Phasmophobia has fucking used with VR, where that shit fucks you up if you ever play it in VR. I've only done it like once, and it was fucking crazy. Dude, that's the whole <laughs> reason I will not play the Resident Evil 7 in VR. Like, I will not play that game in VR. But and if play I Resident do, Evil Village in VR just so you can get squished by those fucking nine and nine foot tall. Oh, <laughs> that's lady. eight. That's eight. Village, yeah, no, no, but but no, no. She's talking about the nine foot tall chick with the big mommy milkers. <laughs> what the fuck Wait, is happening? Death by Snoo Snoo. Where the fuck do I do that game? And I've got like a couple VR headsets. Let's do this. <laughs> well, don't worry, you'll get VR for your Jesus PS5 fucking... here eventually. <laughs> and know, we're literally getting the tail. Papers. Like we're literally circling the tail Sorry. end here, and he shows up. Look at this shit, dude. It's a goddamn drain pipe, but here he is. Yeah, uh, fucking a. Yeah. uh... If he wasn't so beautiful, I'd rag on him more. No, no, no. Now watch this. You get to put on those fucking headphones. He's, he's got, not even plugged he's in. He's not yet. even plugged in, oh, right? No. He's not plugged in. He doesn't does know what he's, what he's doing. doing. He's just like, yeah, it's going to be another 45 minutes of figuring this shit out. No, neither of them are wearing headphones. So they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, but it's some bullshit that, you know, I swear to God, it's definitely Brandon's fault across the board. 100%. Um, so the one so last the one thing last that I wanted to bring, bring up, up uh, was, was, so in so researching, in researching this, this, um, I actually found that there was a, in 1960, there were three teens that were stabbed to death at Lake Bodum or Bodum oh, in Sweden. Yeah. And supposedly Friday the 13th was loosely based on that killing. Really? Bodum. Bodum. Is that like Bodum? Like child no, no, Bodum. No. No, like children of boredom. Okay. Boredom. Like Norwegian death metal, yeah. I'll, I'll I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> and there's a correlation there. Three kids die, that would be considered children. <laughs> Lake Bodom. Zyber's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and that Good. goes to GNA. Seriously. Thank you all for <laughs> <laughs> By the time he gets everything set up, he's, it'll probably be the end of this, so we can go do our thing, so... <laughs> Well, ironically, that's actually all I wanted to hit in. So, um, 
Oh, well, that works out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Can he even hear us this time, or is he so goddamn drunk that he just doesn't even know where he's at? Right. No, he's just, he. it was a situation where I didn't know how far in we were going to be when he got here, so... <laughs> Well, we're actually rounding out where I was literally just about to go. Wait a minute. What do I normally do? Oh, yeah. Hey, Zyber, where can people find you at? Well, if you're so fucking inclined, you can uh, hit me up on my Insta, my Twitter. I don't use the Foosbook anymore. Or just uh, come and check me out on the GNA Discord. Uh, For the others, just type at Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-D and you'll find me. Nice. Where are you, Daylock? Where can people find you at? I uh, exclusively troll the GNA Discord. You'll always find me in there, but I'm thinking about joining the Thoughts and Shots Discord. I'm very selective, but you might find me in there as well. Very nice. What about you, Devin? Where can people find you at? Thoughts and Shots is around quite a few different things. Uh, you can join our Discord if you want to join when we start doing some cool shit in there. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Facebook. We're actually on TikTok too. Strangely enough, it's literally just me being drunk on TikTok, so it's great. Oh <laughs> and but yeah, uh, oh yeah, we also have a merch store. So a thoughtsandshotsmerch.com if you want to support the podcast. Uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> Very nice. And I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else you stream. Uh, Twitch, Mixer's dead, but uh, <laughs> fucking Grinder, uh, uh, Tinder, I don't care. Fucking TikTok, I'm everywhere. If you can't find me someplace, let me know. I'll upload there. But it's usually Cecil Xavier or Cecil underscore Xavier. You can find me almost everywhere. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, Stitcher, MyTuner, YourListen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, a whole bunch of other places. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast. Just go at GNA Podcast on Twitter or Facebook and you'll find us. You can also join the Discord. Just see the pinned tweet. We have a partnership with Humble Bundle. So Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service where you, um, well, you buy games like you normally would through, like you normally would through Steam. But there's a little bit of twist. There's a little bit of a twist. So everything that you, everything that you buy on Humble Bundle, they donate a portion of it to charity. So if you buy a bundle, just put the question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of whatever that link is, or whatever at the end of whatever the question mark is, and that'll let them know that we send you or that we sent you. Jesus Christ, I'm getting um, a bit drunk. Um, just make sure to go into now? the slider bars and drop that that slider bar for the GNA podcast all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. We want you to give it all to charity. So please, go check out Humble Bundle, buy some games from them. Um, I normally have a how much we made for charity, but I haven't looked it up yet, so sorry. Uh-huh. You can email us at GNA podcast at e- GNA in your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We would love to hear from you. The, uh, the Nigerian prince who keeps telling us that uh, we can make money Look, he never gets back to me, and uh, to be perfectly honest, I th- I'm honestly starting to think it's a scam now. Well, so, you're uh, sending him dick pics, so why would anyone reply to that? I have them. And we have one last thing. We have a, we have a, a website. Hey, does anybody know what that website is?
Big Life Guys GNAPodcast.com but uh, let's reach out to our friends over here and uh, they can't drink like GNA or at least like me but we can have some fun with them. Wow, I think you blew out the bows. <laughs> I think my ears have gone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you should have listened to the episode all the way to the end, man. <laughs> well, thank you for guys for joining us. Far. <laughs> uh, Devin, thank you for joining us. Brandon, you're a bitch for not joining us sooner. We love you guys. <laughs> I can't even look bitch. at him in the background. He's like, no, fuck that, man. I got my fucking crown and coke, and I don't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, I can hear his voice. He's like, yeah, that's my crown and coke, oh, bitch. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Nintendo shirt, take a deep breath. You start rubbing. Uh, Captain Baldman in the bottom right, start rubbing his nipple. Uh, no. What I appear to have gathered, he started doing like a fox. He was like, bah, 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 bah. Uh, and then Brandon's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, have a great night